This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? That's all fun and everything. And then all of a sudden, a thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? And I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. We should edit that out. Needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Meg! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Do we know the good shit? We absolutely do. Have you gotten a drink thrown at you? Uh, I've been with you when you've gotten a drink thrown at you. But I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than that. Chris Man's 08, Venmo. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. This was a mistake. Having you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. It should be like sports. Alex is here. Alex taking her time away from these slaughterhouses to join us again, which we appreciate. You have a different melody every time you say hi. I know. Right? You do. Yeah. You do. It's change, like, you change your notes. It's like that little thing like you play with as a kid. Like that ding, ding, ding. Like, you know what? I don't know, xylophone? You know, xylophone? Xylophone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you know thing? I mean? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Nando's here. Yes. What's happening, pal? Not much. Trusty Nando. Could always rely on Nando. Old Reliable. Yeah, oh. The Rock, The Rock of Dear Abby. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we, we're, we're getting back to the basics. We've got some good Dear Abbies. We've got some really great mailbag questions. You guys have been all over us lately, which is fun. Um, so I think we just get right after it. Nanda, what do we got? All right. Uh, Chris isn't here, but I do want to remind people you can Venmo him at Chris uh, Manzo 8. Yes. And please, please subscribe. <laughs> rate five stars, guys. You know, I promise this is only like, you know, the 30th episode or something we put out. You think by now I'd get it. But um, subscribe, rate five stars. <laughs> Uh, we, it is very much appreciated. So. Hey, cool Thanks. story. I was at my little sister's fiance's bachelor bachelor party this weekend mm-hmm. in Alabama mm-hmm. on the Florabama shore. Yeah, and it was with these dudes. Um, and like, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And, you know, I got into it, and somehow this came up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went and he rated it, and he gave it five stars. Wow! So, you, like, there are like five hundred and forty five star ratings you have. That, and look, and he's like, holy cra- yeah! It's a fun show. I think we, I think we do a good job. I do. I, and you know, it's funny. I was actually at Easter. I went to the Brownstone, and somebody stopped me and said they, they're a huge listener of the show. They love it. Blah blah blah. And shout out to somebody that was. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't remember that. I don't think I got her name. But it's funny because it used to be we would be out at a bar and somebody would say something about like, hey, we saw this or how is this going? Whatever it was, like on the latest Housewives thing. And now, like, we'll be out, and somebody will bring up something about, like, oh, man, it's crazy, like, that Uber that was, like, trying to pick up that girl that's so nuts. And that's really, really cool for me anyway. So, you know, 
Approach us like you know us, guys. It's all. That's if right. You if you're listening, you do. It's allowed. Follow Alex on Instagram. Please. Mother period of vegans. Which, you know, you're, you're really <laughs> speeding out the content on a, on, a just, on a monumental level right now. It's amazing. And then, obviously, support all the groups because mm-hmm. you're doing great work. Thank you. It's a lovely thing. Thank you. But um, You did outside the bull riding, right? Yeah, we went to MSG when they had the bull riding there. Um, there's a... How'd that go? I went to the bull riding. Nando! <laughs> Close enough. I know, I understand. Shot, that was her, right that was her shot back. Yeah, it that just was like... her shot back. It was fun. <gasps> no! What's your problem with the bull riding? The, 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 electric, the, the way they uh, treat the bulls? Yeah, so um, there's a lot that happens behind the scenes to break the bulls in and get them to even be docile enough to transport them because they're very... They're and they're very large animals to begin with, so they have to break them down in like very aggressive ways. Um, the transport there is usually very uncomfortable for them, and then when they get there, um, they have to have them agitated for bull riding. So they usually use like electric prods when they have them in the chute. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, and like they purposely hurt them while they're in the chute. So as soon as it opens up, they come out and like they're aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of times they often throw their they often, usually more often than not, they hurt themselves a lot and they end up having to be put down after shows like that um, because they twist and hurt so violently that they often get injured. I mean, you can't see it right now, but the way she's looking at Al <laughs> yeah. for having gone to the bull riding. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for years and I didn't even me. say your name right. <laughs> right? It's okay. Crazy. I don't want to tell you about the dog show then. <laughs> Do you have issues with the dog show? No, they care for the dogs, don't they? I mean, I... It's, it's, it's like their favorite things in the world. It's, like, not for me. I mean, I think put, like, putting them on, like, display, like, it's just not for me. Uh, but not protestable. Um, people have different opinions on it. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, me, per- I'm just personally not a fan of it, but... As long as the dogs are being treated okay. All right, that's all that matters. You know? <laughs> that is all that matters. Okay, let's start. I'm sorry. I kept taking us off track. No, 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 no. But what do we got? What do we got? No, no, I know. But you know, we went on and on about how we're, we've had a pretty packed uh, uh, list of questions. So I was anxious. Yeah. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the theme here is the talk. So a lot of sex questions. Okay. Uncomfortable questions. <laughs> it happens. So I'm glad yeah, my mom's in here. Shame your mom's not here. <laughs> yeah. But that is actually one of the first questions. Your mom has previously told us there are mommy conversations and daddy conversations. It's actually in the start yes. of the show. Uh, for you, what was that like? How awkward was it to have these talks? What was that like? How did you handle it with your friends? Well, I think I think that the point of the mom and dad conversations is so they weren't awkward because the dad conversations with mom there would have been awkward conversations, and the mom conversations with dad there would have been awkward conversations. You know, right. the things you go to your mom and your dad for. So we just kind of or just listen to episode three. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> all there. It's yeah. all there. You know. So I think it's a, for me, it's a very quick one. Did they sit on the bed next to you? I mean, listen. No, it was never really like that. It was always find a magazine. I was always like, it, we never really had like the quote unquote talk, like, and I think you know I don't really anticipate even having that with my kids. I kind of feel like now with the amount of information that's so readily available, like I feel like kids are gonna Google their way through a lot of things in life as long as I'm just checking their history. I think we'll be okay. All right, know? Alex. When uh, Al's mom talked to you about all this stuff when you were growing up, how was that for you? <laughs> Um, It was the same thing. There really wasn't a conversation, um, but I was raised very liberally and very, very open. Um, So things just as they kind of came up, they would we would talk about it. It's interesting. Staten Island's a very conservative place. I found. Yeah, Yeah. um, but my parents very liberal. My dad was in particular. Okay. So yeah, I I actually think I talked a lot more about my dating life with my dad. Yeah, even when I was younger, I would just talk to him about it. He wasn't. They approached it also too from like a very educational standpoint. 
So like religion wasn't brought into it or like waiting for marriage or none of that was ever kind of brought into the conversation. Sure. It was just all purely about like the education of and like, you know, they gave me books on my own to go read. You know, they didn't <laughs> want to sit there and like flip through it with me. You know, you got educational books on like the, the biology of all of it. You know, and then, you know, their biggest stickling point was just to make sure that I didn't put myself into, like, bad situations. So I think my talks about sex were more just about, like, being safe and, like, protecting myself at parties and stuff like that, as opposed more to, like, the mm. birds and the bees. Yeah, I didn't get books. Yeah, I got I got books, and then I talked about – it was a lot of talking about just, like, keeping myself safe. Mm. It's kind of nice. Like, they assume that you're smart enough to know the basics. Yeah. You know, like, this next level stuff is what you got to like, worry you, about. Yeah, they were like, you know, you can you know how to read. You can figure this out. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's – most of a lot of it's pretty straightforward. Um, but, you know, the context of the danger of it, especially, like, when you're young. Yeah. Okay. Was more, like, the focal point, yeah. I think. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and I think that's kind of important, too, because mm-hmm. not every – not, you know, the you – know, life can – take a million different weird turns that yeah. you're really like if you shelter your kid from you they're not gonna be prepared for that's so yeah exactly that's, that's yeah the they had like a very back. like prepare you for it and it's gonna happen regardless mm-hmm. so they you know they really stick like their head in the sand about it. it was like this is gonna come up at things this is how you might want to act these are your options here are some books <laughs> <laughs> they're due back in the library in a couple weeks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so here's a question we pulled from the actual Dear Abby from 1974. We actually had this one on a previous episode, but we didn't really get into it that much. Mm. It's an interesting question. Uh, Dear Abby, our 12-year-old son got some centerfolds out of old Playboy magazine and thumbtacked six of them on the wall of his bedroom. My husband said the naked body is beautiful and we shouldn't say anything or our son might get the idea that nudity and sex are shameful. I disagree. Who was right? We've always let him hang posters and anything else he wanted to put up in his room until this bunny bit came up. This is from Carnation State. Alex, what do you think? In this case, the mom's being kind of a prude, and the husband's like, yeah, no big deal. Let him put him up. Did she say how old her son was? 12-year-old son. I'm on the dad's side. Yeah? Really? Kind of, yeah. I mean, well, in full context, when I was in college, I was actually a Playboy brand ambassador. Okay, cool. Um, So I liked, the, uh, you know, I did like the company at the time, and um, I mean, listen, at 12 years old... That's what the boys are going to be into. I mean, did you mingle with a lot of twelve-year-olds as brand ambassadors? <laughs> no, we did a lot of stuff in college and like um, bars and stuff, right, right. college campuses. Um, I mean, I think at twelve, it's also probably time for a mom to stop going into the son's room for a few years. Like, if if I had a son, I feel like from twelve to like seventeen, I don't think I'd want to go anywhere near the room. I just want would want that to be like an off-limit zone anyway. So, eh, kind of on the dad's side. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like to me. I don't know. I don't. I think. I think there's a way. Like, yeah. Is it beautiful? This, that, and whatever. All that stuff is great. But I also think there's something to be said for like, you know, keeping that stuff. Yeah. Like, not. So you've got friends and stuff that are coming over, and you've got maybe you've got like younger brothers and sisters and all that stuff. Like, you got to kind of be respectful of all that other stuff too. Yeah. So that to me, I wouldn't be a huge fan of it being up on the wall and whatever. Like, hey, look, if you're looking at something, whatever, that's up to you. But like, don't throw it in front of everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, like hanging, maybe like hang them up like in your closet. Yeah, or, or just tuck the magazines under your bed. Yeah, just maybe. Like, <laughs> I mean, I definitely think you should keep them and maybe just hide them somewhere, maybe more discreet, perhaps like a compromise. Keep them, but somewhere a little less obvious. Yeah, like you know, come on, you know, think think this through, dude. Like you know, you don't have to be like <laughs> like six of them is a little much. Well, I'm not um, an expert on the mid 1970s Playboys, but I do think they were like artful. I mean, you know, they're all artfully done, but this is like before you could put. Uh, pubic hair I think I think like when it was just kind of like you know that classic Marilyn Monroe thing that was a little more sketchy yeah I think it was in a good way like a sketch yeah Yeah. I think they were done a lot more tastefully 
Yes. It left a lot more to the imagination, even when they were nude in like the full pictorials, it was still like Mm. wasn't as I don't know too. I feel like if my kid like in the year twenty whatever is going through all of the work to not only hunt down a magazine, but buy it and cut it out and put it on the wall, okay? With all of the techno- technological advances, he's probably got some issues I should look into because that's 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 a lot. That's a lot. Like you don't really see that these days. I don't think you're going to see that. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had this is before the swimsuit. Like when we were in college, we had the swimsuit, the Sports yeah, Illustrated yeah. swimsuit issue. We'd hang those up. You have them, you have them in the locker. But I mean, this is before that, so I guess all you had was Playboy or nothing. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah you know, it's hard to tell without really the pictures, but you know. Well, Abby says, "Dear Carnation, I vote with your husband." In the future, keep your oh, keep your cotton picking hands off Junior's cottontails. Wow. Yeah. Also, nineteen very nineteen seventies. Wow. Uh, that's right. pretty, yeah. that's a pretty. I don't think cotton picking. You can't not, say that for the seventies. It's pretty liberal. Yeah. Around. Yeah. That wasn't the that wasn't the response I was expecting mm. from her. How about that, wow. dear Abby? Five years later, she gets another weird question. Vera and I have been happily married for nearly two years. Vera is twenty four and I'm thirty three. We enjoy a healthy, normal sex life. About six months ago, she asked me if I would mind quote unquote paying her. Every time she had sex with me. Now, don't get me wrong. Vera is a nice girl from off a farm, and she really doesn't need the money because she works, and so do I. She doesn't ask for much, just a few dollars. She says it makes her feel like a, quote, wicked woman, and that, quote, turns her on, so I go along with a little game. Oh, my God. I suppose I should not complain because this hasn't hurt our sex relationship. If anything, it's improved it. If I don't have the cash, she lets me charge it. She won't take a check. She wants to see the cash. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard of anything like this before? Do you think Vera is bonkers, or am I, for going along with it? From cash customer... In Canada. Wow. First of all, okay, if the if you're doing it like a role play thing, this and that, all right, yeah, it's hot, spice it up, do this, whatever. You know, I I, I get it. If she's really hitting this guy up for cash and saying no, they're like has priced it out, and if he doesn't like like she's literally telling him, nah, man, like no, nah, you can't write a check, like like you know that like it's gotta be down to the payment method figured out and that's actually changing hands. I'm sorry. That's a little weird, dude. Oh, I like it. Yeah. yeah but like keeping <laughs> I'm the so money. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Really? I don't know. It's weird. I think it's not about the money, right? It's, it's not, not about. That's the thing is it's not about the money. And if he says that he can afford it and no, it's no, nothing that, ostentatious, my, then no, but, like, yeah, do it. No, but that's my problem though. I feel like she's making it about the money. If it's not about the money. It's about the power. It's about the control about it. It's not about the money itself. I think if that, it obviously gets her off and if He's going along with it. He gets off on it too. Look, I'm totally into it. I could play the game with it, and I think it's 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 all fun and it's fine, right? But when she brings it to a place of like, "Hey, where's my money?" It's a little weird to me. I don't know. There's something about it. It's kind of like that Stewie thing. Like you know what I mean? Like beating up Ryan. Like where's my money? Where's my money? You got my money? Like, this that's kind of where I feel, where I feel like it's, it's going. <laughs> Last time Alex was here. It was you didn't the girl was wanted to bite you or something. You're like, no, remember that? <laughs> this is the same thing. Maybe you just don't like games. No, I, I'm fine with games. I just think that, like, and even the money thing isn't a problem. I just kind of feel like when she's chasing him for it, it's a little bit weird. It's a little weird. She's fully committed to the game. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. it's deep. It's definitely deep. Related question, actually, from our mailbag uh, that just clicked that I wanted to pull up for you. Uh, Dear mm-hmm. Albie, simply put, I love to watch porn, both alone and with significant others, not regularly, but plenty enough to mention and procrastination. Procrastination? Procrastination in between. Anyway, I've noticed with my partners, they have various comfortability levels of experimentation and sex toy usage. I would say I'm not necessarily abnormal all the above, but could be wrong. I've now crossed over at my age of not giving a fuck, whatever the interaction with a playmate is, to having interest in finding a life partner. Mm -hmm. So when do you think would be best for a partner to hear about my interest in this department? 
It is, after all, a deal breaker for someone with a moving box worth of toys and bondage to not have a significant other to be down with some of that, too. Yours truly, not so sexually, just emotionally frustrated. And good for her for using the fake name like we asked before. <clears throat> yeah, the, the fake name is big. That's big. That's big. So basically what it really comes down to is she, she wants to break it. To someone she likes. Yeah, that, that she's into all this stuff. I mean, I kind of feel like in a way that he'll be more excited than anything else. I don't know. Right? I mean, you would think. I mean, what, where, where's the – so, like, what I'm trying to get to the bottom of is where is the concern there from this sense? Is she worried she's going to freak him out because of the type of stuff that it is? Or is it more of like a, you know – It's like when you said you wanted to cosplay with me. Mm-hmm. She's getting – she's very vulnerable <laughs> about it. Yeah. And what if the guy's like, no, I'd like to just watch by myself? So do you think then, then like, to an extent – if the guy wasn't into it, so like Alex, you're mm-hmm. you're into the cosplay stuff, like mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? From a, just a fun level, right? Okay? If you were dating a guy, would he really have to be into all of that stuff too, to um, an extent? No, I don't. He wouldn't have to be into that because I think for me that's more of a hobby. But mm-hmm. I think if it had something to do with my sexuality, then yes. All right. So if it was, so there are like if you were into something like you know, like in her brain, I kind of feel like. It's almost like a deal breaker for her it, it, if the yeah. guy's not into it, which, I mean, Rightfully at so. that point, you know, yeah, I think I think it's about just sitting him down and just saying, hey, like, you know, because I guess that is a little bit different. Like, how you engage in that type of relationship, I feel like you almost have to wind up there. Well, the whole, like, um, the whole premise of, like, relationships like that is that, like, it's the fundamentals, like, are built on trust, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, like, BDSM and stuff like that. That is, like, the core foundation, like, has to be trust. Um but it is something that you have to bring up kind of early on just because if somebody isn't into that and they aren't open to that, it's going to come up eventually anyway. So it's a delicate dance because even though it's something that you kind of have to build up to because it involves that much trust, you do have to kind of bring it up earlier on in a relationship. But yeah, I understand where she's coming from. But I think as long as she would approach it from like um, trying to explain there's a lot of like misconceptions about BDSM and like stuff like that, maybe if she trying to maybe approach it more from a this is like why X, Y, and Z is like she's into it a lot of times it's about like power dynamics so if you maybe approach it more from like a this is about like a dominant or submissive thing that i'm into this is how like i will play it out and kind of explain it more from that perspective as opposed to just like maybe just bringing you know bringing it up and someone getting freaked out but i think uh-huh. it maybe explain to them like the context behind why you're into it somebody might be a little bit more open to it i'll tell you what bo- what would bother me if, if i was the guy mm-hmm. right no joke if you walked up in my place with a box of toys, mm-hmm. this is how I honestly got to think about it, about this situation. And I wonder if you guys can, can, can understand this point of view. My biggest issue with that, honestly, would be like, all right, well, have you used those before with other people? Because I'm not trying to get the, <laughs> I'm not washed. trying to get the used toys mm-hmm. and stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm not trying to like be handed something that like you know, has been through four or five different relationships or whatever like yeah. that. I, I don't know. Is that weird? Am I crazy for thinking this? I kind of want like fresh everything. Like if you're even going out and you're like dressing up type of a yeah. thing. Would you like I, your Whole Foods? No, I'm just, I don't know. I look, look at it and I'm just kind of like, you know, I'd like the idea that that's really like was purchased with the intent mm-hmm. of that relationship in mind. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, more often than not though, like in those kind of relationships, you do buy all new stuff and a lot of times it is done like together or like usually like. The, well, she's saying the, she's got boxes of stuff. Yeah, box. usually. She's a box, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I would also recommend if you get it, you get all new stuff with somebody so they don't have that problem that you're having with it. I, that's just what I would think. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, where is this kind of... Where is this, yeah, know, where is this been? Who has yeah, it been on? And yeah, then you're also... No thanks. Yeah, a lot to take in at once. That's all. <laughs> where does this go? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, send me a link that says, hey, pick some things out. Right. Like, whatever. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, okay. you can approach it like that. You can, like, send someone, you know, like, websites and say, like, what are you comfortable starting with? Mm. And then... Let that person pick it out and kind of go from there. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just not trying to get hit with something that somebody else can like. You know, it's kind of next level. Yeah, <laughs> like you don't know if it's been sanitized yeah, in know. between uses. I don't know. It's not crazy. That's genius. I would have yeah. never. That would never thought about that in the course of my answer. Yeah, oh, but I understand like her apprehension too, um, especially like if you're a woman and you're saying. I mean, I don't know if she's like a dominant or submissive one. She didn't specify, but whether or not you are. I understand like as a woman saying like I'm into like power play stuff and maybe she wants to be the dominant one or whatever. Or even if you want to be submissive, it does put you in a vulnerable state with somebody, like being that blunt stating, like, that's what you want. So I understand, like, the apprehension. But I think, yeah, if you do it in a way, maybe where instead of just bringing, showing, like, the full box of used toys, Mm -hmm. you say, like, give them the context. I like it because of power dynamics, or I like it because of, I want to be submissive. Yeah. Communication behind Communicate it, and then maybe show, like, different links. Send links to that person. Like, pick out some beginner stuff you might be into, and we can, like, go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't, like, immediately throw me into something where I'm, like, basically, you know. Yeah, you don't know what's going up. on. It's, it's a, yeah, happening. you have to, like, it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what if you combined these and started with asking to get paid, and then we're like, by the way, now that, now that we're okay with that, let me show you this box. Yeah, no, I, I would, um, I, I think I'd get a little freaked out. Really? I think I would. Would you rather just get the box? If I had to pick one, I'd probably rather do the pay thing. Because right. again, like the, the well, you know, what if it was a brand new box with stuff that's still in the plastic? Um, it depends on what they're trying to do and like use and stuff. I'm not like, I, I I don't look at it like I'm really really big into the mental aspect of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So if my mental in the relationship is good, I'll get I'll get nuts. I don't really look. I don't I don't put like I'd be down for you know within reason like you know whatever was going to make somebody happy because you want to do that with a person handcuffs but just to me fuzzy handcuffs fuzzy i mean look if that fuzzy fine, handcuffs yeah. were a thing and that's like you know what you wanted to do what am i going to say i'm like i'm going to draw the line of fuzzy handcuffs but what i would say <laughs> is this like i i always look at the next layer of the motivation for it like if it's a sex thing and i i want to make the person i'm with happy that's a really really easy, easy you know decision if it becomes like a I'm just trying to get some extra cash out of this on top of everything else. And like, <laughs> and like I've got a going rate. I'm, I'm going to be a little weirded out by that after like, you know, a few times doing it. I'm going to be like, yo, like you're, hu- you're legit hustling me right now. <laughs> like what is going on? I just feel like I'd be a little weirded out by it. You know, I'm not saying, it, you know, I wouldn't make it work. I'm just saying it'd be a little weird. Yeah, a lot of like, yeah. I mean, especially like with the money too, though. I, like, I, I actually do know people like who have been in relationships like that, like from time to time, and like they play around with that. And it, it really isn't about the money. I mean, it's straight up just about like the power dynamic of it. People usually don't ask for anything ostentatious or the money you're sending them. Then they show up with they've spent your money on something that they then like use with you like the next time they see you. So like a lot of times it does go back and forth. You know what I mean? Sure. Wonder what Abby had to say. Please. About sex, anything that is agreeable between two consenting adults mm-hmm. done privately and hurts no one is okay. Yep. Got a mailbag question. Please. This is from Katie. Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. Don't yeah. forget to be hitting us up. Look at you, man. I know. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Dear Albie. Hey, guys. You know, I want to take us off track for a second here. Please. When you start the show and you say goodbye, you say hey, guys, a lot. And my mom said something. She's like, well, I bet you a lot of women listen to this. 
And a lot of women take offense when you call them guys. Like, hey, guys, and there's like a group of six women there. I actually say... Have you ever heard that? Um, Have you heard that? I say, what's up, everybody, which is still weird. Um, guys, I actually... And uh, while I can understand that, I don't put it as a connotation of, of guy. Like, when you say guys... Like, right, obviously I see, not. Yeah. I, you see a lot of girls I think you know your audience. Yeah. I think you know your audience. Like, you say, hey, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. Just something like... Uh, um, I just feel like it's a little bit more... Um, yeah, like I, you see people like like will tweet that stuff like, "Hey guys, I'm doing this." Yeah, right. like you know what I mean. I don't. I, I'm like, not. I'm I don't just know. Let you know. Keep up the conversation. I will from here on out say, "Hey guys." No, you don't have to. And, not, and girls. My mom. Is, she might be old fashioned. Alex, no, are you she's, cool? She's be, good. Is you cool if Katie calls you guys? Well, yeah, that wouldn't bother. Doesn't bother right. me at all. Hey guys. Yeah. yeah. Alex, me. I got a great bad dating story for you. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, when I was 28, I finally went on a date with this guy who'd been blowing me up for months on Facebook. The first date went great. He picked me up. We went to dinner and drinks at a local watering hole. He was very charming. Opened my car door and other doors the whole night. Hard to come by nowadays in parentheses. So fast forward to our third date. We met up with a couple of friends at some bars along the river. Well, there one of his friends says to him, dude, you're not even allowed to be in here. I was thinking, oh, he's probably been kicked out or whatever. Come to find out this guy was only 19 and I had no idea. Our first two dates when we had drinks, he never got his ID checked. We live in a small town. Needless to say, that was our last date. What's the youngest you guys have or would date? See, I'll tell you a couple of things. Number one, um, I don't know that I'd count that guy out just yet unless he lied to her because he seems like a bit of a G. I mean, if he's <laughs> going to one of these places and like with a straight yeah. face ordering drinks or drinks or and everything. Like Open a car really, doors at 19. Yeah, come on, yeah. man. Like, you know, this guy, like t- take a flyer. You know, you're buying low. This is, you know, I wouldn't completely knock it out. I personally, I don't. Um, the youngest I've dated is, is nine years younger than myself, which I didn't necessarily seek out. I was just like met somebody, whatever, next thing you know, like it didn't, you know, that wasn't like really the intention. I'm big on like the vibe and the interaction. I don't think I could date anybody. You know, I, I think that's about as crazy as I'd go. Um, Chris's rule is half your age plus six, I believe, or half your age plus eight, something like that. Okay. <laughs> half your age plus eight, I think. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta ask him. But that to What's me, what's the oldest like, you did? I, I've gone really. I think the oldest I've dated is probably nine years in the other direction. Really? I've dated? Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've dated in the forties. Oh, I have. I'm 32. I don't think that's as weird, like from girl to girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, it's just a little bit different, I guess. I don't know. I've dated a couple of girls that were like, you know, the last girl I, I dated that was older that I can remember off the top of my head was 38. All right. Yeah. Alex, you've gone plus 40? Yeah. Plus 50? Not plus 50. All right. Yeah. 19? I've never dated anybody younger, though. Okay. Do you feel do you feel um, like mentally compatible with guys that are in their 40s? Um, to be fair, it takes a long... You guys don't grow up till you're like 70, like fully. So like, <laughs> it's only like a little, but I'm not going it's, it's to... It's not a world of world of easier... Um, the priorities sometimes are a little bit different. Um, they usually know like the name of the vice president and they don't go out till two in the morning. So those are obvious pluses of dating older for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've, yeah, I've always just typically dated dated older. The oldest was probably 18 or 19 years older than I was. Hmm. Was it fun? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, it sounds very convincing. I mean, that wasn't the best, the, that wasn't the best relationship, but um, yeah. I just, uh, especially my, just my age in particular, I mean, yeah. I turned 39 in two weeks, but typically like in my age bracket, um, I mean, there are obviously wonderful guys in my age bracket too. Just nobody I ever really felt that compatible with. So 
what's this birthday party weekend? So we already know you're going to watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. you got a hotel yeah. and you're going to be cosplaying. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. be the Hamptons. Yeah. All weekend or is it going to be a week? No, just like a quick three-day three day trip up there. Um, I might go to like LA for a few days before or something. Oh, no big deal. <laughs> the Hamptons in LA, right? <laughs> need a siesta. I need a vacation. Do you have any birthday traditions? Um, like do you like maybe like watch the same movie or get the same meal every year or anything like that? No, I usually just, I mean, I start the day really drunk. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like that's like the, the one tradition. Like you, you wake up? Yeah, like the tradition is like the moment I wake up, like you smoke and you drink and that's just the whole day. It's, mm. yeah. I mean, I'll go do like an activity, but <laughs> like I'm not, yeah, I'm not like leaving my room sober in the morning. Okay. But yeah, like by the time I'm up, like we need a buzz. Okay. <laughs> champagne? What's your drink of choice at 9 a.m., I assume? I'll start with champagne, then by noon you're, in, you're into beer territory. Pace yourself. All right. And when do you start like um, slowing down really? What, like, do you, you, do you have things? Yeah? yeah. Okay, so you'll nap. I'll nap. Then come back strong for the night. Nice. In costume? Yeah, usually like in a costume. <laughs> Al, your birthday's coming up. It is. What yeah, are you, Chris you, turning 30 on the 24th, and I'm turning 33 on the 27th. It's crazy. It is, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? What do you do? Um, do you have any crazy birthday traditions? Not really. Like, I, uh, my, dip, my, my, my birthday typically falls either on Memorial Day exactly or within the weekend. So it kind of gets overshadowed a little bit. Right. Um, we typically do like a big like overshadowed by Memorial Day. Well, yeah, because your friends are always like away, <laughs> right? You know, a lot okay. of people are like down the shore and whatever. Yeah. And also, Chris's is three days before mine, so I kind of feel like everybody like gets it out for Chris. Oh, and they'll see close. me three days. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I've always kind of been like, and especially this year, like his thirtieth. I'm not really expecting much of anything for my birthday this year. I'm just kind of like, you know, we don't we don't do a big thing. Like like my family, this probably would be surprising for people. Like we don't do presents. Like, I haven't gotten a gift in, like, 10 years. Really? Yeah. Not even, like, within the siblings or anything? Our gift is not getting anything, anything for each other. You're Christmas, though, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, our gift at Christmas is not getting anything for each other. No way. Yeah. Really? Um, I don't hate that. <laughs> no, but, I, but I, I'll typically, like, um, I've played with it before where I've, I've changed that up and, like, got them something or this or that. Um, I'm getting Chris something this year, uh, or at least trying to. Do you want to tell us? He doesn't listen to the show, so... <laughs> Yeah, Chris, Chris, <laughs> loves, Chris loves, especially um, when he's not on. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a hard pass. <laughs> Chris loves. Uh, Chris has a, a giant thing of rubber ducks in his room, as you know. Yeah, and um, I, I'm working on getting him like a four foot rubber duck that everybody at the party will sign. It's a great idea, and um, he could keep. He could keep. It's kind of like a like a dragon uh, for Khaleesi, but like you know, definitely not. <laughs> uh, that's that's my play there. That's awesome. I like that. That's what I'm working on. So that's anybody cute. anybody watching has like a rubber duck guy. Um, yeah, if you happen to know one. Yeah. Actually, we got, well, it's not going to work, but if you just want it forever, like we have a, a baby bath that's just an inflatable rubber duck. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you get an inflatable one. Fill it with sand or something. Yeah, I mean, so I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do uh, inflatable because I felt like, it, you know, it's kind of one of the real thing. I just right. want a big version of the real thing. You know what I mean? That was really my, uh, that was my beef. Dear LB Mailbag I mean, at gmail.com if you have a rubber duck source for us. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. We definitely need to to get on that. Uh, let's go back to well, we got some mailbag. What do you want to do? You want to do mailbag? Some mailbag. Let's, you wanna... get, let's let the people be heard. All right, Alex, how are you doing? Well, I look up the mailbag. <laughs> how are you doing? What's going on? I'm delightful. What's new? Oh, the same old same. <laughs> <laughs> Quit your job. I did. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. This is big. A lot of stuff going on for you. Yeah. Are you in astrology and horoscopes and stuff? No. No. Are you All really right. not? I would have. I would assume you definitely would be. Um. 
you know what it is? I'm very into aliens, but I'm also very science-based. So for me, astrology, like I'm very into like studying the stars. Like I have a telescope and I go to like. Oh, so you're into astronomy. I'm not into astronomy, exactly. But like so astrology for me is a little bit. Too, mm. It's Yeah, yeah. Did you freak out over the silly. black hole thing? black hole thing we so cool yeah incredibly cool amazing that this like young woman also did it because like she had all finally had all the resources she needed and, like bam you know what i mean so it's super cool so impressive yeah i think that's really exciting the show takes crazy turns doesn't it, it does doesn't it <laughs> who would have thought she would have said no to astrology yes to astronomy yeah, Exa- yeah. And then yeah. black holes come up can you name a lot of constellations are you good like that, or are you just kind of? I mean, I'm my middle name. I'm named Karina after the Karina Nebulae. Wow! All right. So okay. yeah, I like coffee books. Not in my spare time, I like to go to like the star shows at um, like Liberty Science Center has them. Um, the Museum of Natural History has really cool ones. You're gonna look at stars when you're on the Hamptons for your birthday. Is that part of the? Yeah, yeah. like a, like yeah, like we have like a cottage on the beach. That way, like at night, I can just go lay there. This is great. Yeah. Are we invited to this 30th birthday yeah, party? I know. Can you guys come? Maybe we can get, you, maybe we can get you to Chris's. Time. And then we, we could do an exchange program. Yeah. We yeah. Probably, probably should. And then poor Albie will have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody will be tired. We'll get you a little cake. That's how we yeah, it's like a little cupcake. Yeah, a little <laughs> Carvel, you know, the six ninety five ones from yeah. the grocery store. I'll make you a vegan cupcake. <laughs> That'd be nice. There you go. Dear Albie. Yes, sir. Actually, this one says, hey, Albie. Mm. Close enough. I'm writing this from my bed of shame, possibly still drunk, but with the worst headache. I have two questions. Firstly, what's your go-to hangover cure? I'm aware if this makes, I'm aware if this makes the cut for the show. I'll be over this one, but I'm always open for tips as I suffer from hangovers frequently. Want to pause it there and get that first one out of the way first? Um, it's a cheat. You're never going to be able to do it, but this is uh, recent. I think I've talked about this on the show a couple of times. I got a mask for sleep apnea. Waking up hungover just doesn't happen because I'm pumping oxygen into my face for like hours at a time, obviously. It is the craziest impact, period. Now, something recently that I did um, that I'm getting into, which uh, uh, is getting a little bit more popular, and if you're from Jersey, um, I posted the guy's uh, information the other day, uh, IV therapy. Really? Ever heard of that? I think so. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically, I go to my doctor, um, and uh, so, so Dr. Gressy's office, he's in Riverdale, New Jersey. You manzos just love giving away doctor's phone numbers and information yeah. on the show. Yeah, you just got to hit them up. But it's, it's, literally, it's literally like a bar. Like you walk in there, and I'm assuming this is how it works anyway. They hand me a menu, mm-hmm. and they'll say, hey, like, you know, we'll, we, you can do energy. You can do metabolism. You can do anti-aging, all this stuff. And they hook you up to an IV. You're there for like 40 minutes, and it's an energy rush like you've never experienced for like three, four days. But if you're hungover – if you're hungover, you've got to find your way to that place. I actually place. went and I had drank the night before, and um, I just kind of like you know I wasn't necessarily hungover, but not like you know super energetic, and I felt it like boom immediate. In Alex, some states, they can come to your house and do that. Actually, yeah, there's that's like, one I've heard. There's like apps that you can just like schedule them, and they just come and do that in the morning. Yeah, they and then they they did uh, ozone in my blood. They took like six ounces of blood out, and they injected it with um, ozone, and and. I guess it does something cool. I don't know. They, then oh. they pump it back in. It like puts all this oxygen in your blood. That's interesting. Yeah, sounds like an experience, if nothing else. No, right? dude, dude, it's pretty cool. How much does stuff cost? Uh, I uh, the, the, it ranges. Like some of it. If you don't mind us asking, like, some of it was like uh, it could be up to around. Um, uh, it could go up as high as like two hundred bucks. Oh, it's but, not like a forty dollar. No, but there's like a forty dollar like B twelve shot thing that I was doing for a while. That's really great, and you know, pretty effective too. So, Alex, you got any secrets? 
Um, I mean, I was a bartender for so long that I know how to drink without getting a hangover. All right, maybe that's I mean, the answer. Yeah, I mean, just, just, yeah, just don't. You don't mix and match. Stop adding sugary mixes to your drinks. You have to drink water at some point during the night. I know nobody wants to, but like at some point during the night, if you just have one, maybe two glasses of water, it does a world of difference during yeah. the night. Oh, yeah. Stop getting mixed sugary shots. Because <laughs> they're annoying to make. Is this like your whole Sansa it's thing? A, yeah. No, it's a little bit, but it's, but it's both. I mean, you're just no. You're gonna have a bunch of sugary shots, and if you're gonna mix and match, and you're gonna have tequila with like cranberry and all this really sugary stuff, you're going to have a hangover the next day. So just just drink smarter in the first place. Um, but if you do get a hangover, pastina. Whoa, pastina. Really? pastina. Wow. How do you make your pastina? Butter, milk, vegan butter. Wow. <laughs> okay, well, you know what I mean. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, yeah, like butter and like... Um, like um, And almond milk? A Parmesan. Really? Yeah. Just like butter and Parmesan so and pastina. It's vegan. Oh, okay. I just figured I should stop saying vegan in front of every word and you would know what yeah. I was talking yeah. about. Yeah. Let's just assume. Yeah, just assume every... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but okay. like, um, like um, yeah, pasta, the pastina, butter and like Parmesan, ginger ale. Is that at 4 a.m. or is yeah. that at, like when you like, get up? Wait, you put ginger ale in the pastina? No, like with oh, ginger like, ale. Oh, oh, all right, okay. Not okay, right, like right, a soup. Yeah, not like a weird ginger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My uh, my great aunt used to, used to put milk, so it, was, it wasn't exactly a soup, but it was kind of like that would be like the melted butter instead mm. was the milk. Oh, okay. That's how I've always had it. Oh, really? Apparently, not everyone's done that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Let's continue. Please. Now the real question. I work in a bar. Last night I was drinking with my coworkers, managers. My one manager and I have always had some weird sexual vibes that I might imagine, but who knows. Well, last night it ramped up, capital U, and there was some sexual hand-holding, and we had a chat, and I tried to kiss him. He didn't reject it, but didn't go in either. I'm now crazy embarrassed, and I'm dreading going into work. Do I address the fact that I made a move on my manager, or just leave it? Signed, SOS. It's, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> the SOS, comma, love dying of shame in New York. Wow. Aww. Not my real name or location. Uh, I'll tell you what. I, um, uh, I'm pretty surprised that that's how it ended, to be honest. It sounded to me that they were going to... You do know, the twist yeah yeah, yeah. And, and it was gonna go in that direction um number one i think good on the manager for not mm-hmm. going down that down that road that's pretty cool i think it comes down to one thing if you like the guy and you feel like you could have like a dating type of situation with him um you know i don't think there's harm in bringing it up to say hey look you know this is what happened this is how i was feeling whatever i hope it doesn't really change things at work but this is what I would be into blah, 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 blah. If it was just a hookup thing, I think you can kind of leave it alone um, because if he's like, you know, he's he's got more of a reason not to want to make it work awkward than you do. Mm-hmm. So I think you just trust that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I would do. I'd kind of go off of, off of the real feelings or whatever it is because at that point, like addressing it, the only thing it's going to do is obviously like, like if you're just worried about it being awkward, time is going to fix that, you know? Um, but if you're like really into it, whatever, I don't have, when you, when you're talking about a job at a bar, right. And these things come up cause I'm big at, with not hooking up with people that, that you work with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like directly, you know what I mean? Um, but like you can get another job at a bar if you were really, really into somebody and you thought you could have a future or whatever that in a weird way, it kind of supersedes it. Like, so if it was worth taking a risk for it, you could date that guy and go work somewhere else. That, that that's a thing, right? you know, but you have to understand what you're, what you're taking on. Yeah, I mean, that's tricky. I think I don't think she should feel, like, too embarrassed because he was obviously attracted to her, too. So, you know, I think... Was the, that obvious from the question? I think so. If he said okay. that they've been, like, flirting and, like, there was mutual... 
Well, there was sexual handholding. Sexual hand. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm just <laughs> got that one. So I'm assuming if there was mutual sexual handholding, that like that means he's attracted to her. You know, he's attracted to her as well. But he did pull back probably because of his position, and there can be a lot of implications in that, especially if they were all out drinking together mm-hmm. and he's technically her boss. So I think he definitely did the right thing by pulling back. Yeah, but I don't that. think that. Yeah, he definitely did the right thing. But I don't think she should be su- super embarrassed because he was obviously. I don't think it was like a flat out rejection. I think that he rejected her because of circumstance. Right. To kind of protect both of them, just to kind of cool it a little bit. So I'd probably just take the lead on see kind of how he reacts when you go into work because he probably feels just as awkward about it too. Yeah. This is is interesting. She doesn't say like, you know, I've had this crush on this guy forever, whatever. It's just I've always we've always had some weird sexual vibes that I might imagine. Yeah. So I mean, I think. It's not like she's been wanting this for like years and years. Yeah, but that's why I think like you don't. If it didn't go anywhere and you made a move, especially when it's the girl making the move on the guy, right? If you're not like really feeling this guy, whatever, this, that, the other, you don't, in my opinion, have to say something. I think you can just kind of let it go. Yeah. And then it is what it is. I don't think it's something that has to be brought up. No, I don't think so. He's probably embarrassed. He probably, yeah, he's obviously attracted to her. She's attracted to him and she's embarrassed. They're kind of both in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if anything, like if he made a move on her, he, it would be a completely different story. All right, want a quickie from uh, Dear Abby? Always. We got some time left, right? I haven't yeah, checked that in a while. Yeah, we're like 40 minutes. Make sure you subscribe and rate five stars. All that other, all that other stuff. We got any mailbags? Wish Remember Alex a close? happy birthday. Want to close on a mailbag? Mm-hmm. Well, let me give you – got. there's a quick Dear Abby that I had oh, up, yeah, yeah. that I just thought was kind of cute in this strange show that we're having. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Abby, how old do you have to be before you can go to the movies with a boy if your mother says yes, but your father won't let you? Signed, almost 12. Uh, I guess really whenever your dad says, right? I mean, if, if they're, um, if you're going down that road, I guess whatever your dad says, right? You're going to put age restrictions on, on dating with your kids? No, I mean, he's, what, 12? Almost 12. And it could be a girl. Yeah. We're not really sure here. Oh, I guess, with yeah, movies with a boy. So 12 years old, we're okay with them hanging up Playboys. <laughs> but, not, <laughs> but not going to movies with boys yet. I don't know how I would feel about any of that, to be honest. I really don't know. Well, Abby basically had the same answer you did. You have to be whatever age you reach when your mother and father both say yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, I, that's what I figure. Do you remember your first date, Alex? I think it was 12 or 13, yeah. Really? So, yeah. Where was it? Um, we went to the movies. All right, look at that. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know what, I think I actually was 12. You weren't from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Yeah, so I'm right? actually. Yeah. She wrote into Dear Abby. <laughs> wait a second. It was okay. Yeah. What I was this guy's actually, name? Actually, now, yeah, now as we're getting the conversations going on, I'm like, wait, I think I was 12 when I went to the movies with the boy for my first date. So I think it's fine. If you're going to the movies, like one parent's going to drop you off. One parent, the parents are dropping off and picking up. I mean, only so much can happen in a movie theater. It's also, you're so awkward at 12. As long as the other, per- as long as the other kid is 12, let me put it that way. I think if they try, it depends, I think, at 12 years old, how mm. old the other person that you're going on a first date with is. Uh, so if a 12-year-old is going on a first date with a 12-year-old, mm. sure. At that point, you're just like two friends at that who are just like, we like each other. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if your 12-year-old wants to go to the movies with a 17-and-a-half-year-old, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, but I went with, a, yeah, I went with another 12-year-old boy. I mean. I, it's something I didn't even want to think about. I, I just, just it, you know, even having a niece and stuff for me, I hope I have all boys. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I don't know, like having a girl. I'm sure. Like I mean, look, it's it's a great thing. I'm sure. It's just that's like, that's a decision. I just hope I never have to make. But what if your boys grew up to be dicks? Well, I'm so you always and, apologizing I'm for them. I'm gonna try hard to make them not grow up as dicks. Right. Yeah, that's, I, that's know, the thing. Like, people have to try harder with their sons yeah. to not. Really. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> 
Um, so the, the remaining uh, mailbags, you remember your first school dance? Because that's what I remember more than my first date. I do. It was like when I danced with the first girl, what her yeah. name was and what the song was. Yeah, I wore a Yankee jersey. Really? <laughs> yeah. Man. Man. Yeah. I wore the nice one, too. I wore my nice Yankee <laughs> the, really, the authentic? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Who was it? Yeah. Um, Danny Tartable? You know what? I actually I don't think we had a – I don't think I had a number on the back. All right. Just made it work. Oh, no, I didn't go to – I skipped all the dances until I couldn't get away with skipping them anymore, and I had to go to prom in like high dances. school. Were you like goth or something? Were you like a... I had a lot of phases. Goth was probably like a six-month one. There were, there were many. <laughs> really? Many a phase, yeah. Yeah, I um... – It was really my thing, though. Did you hang out with your dance. friends and like smoke cigarettes kind of? Like rebellious? Like <laughs> yeah, I'd go exactly. to the dance? <laughs> yeah. Because like you a... seemed like you would have been cool in high school. Yeah, like I finally went to – like I went to the dance with like my best friend – and I wore like a little black dress. Like there was no like ball gown or anything like that. And like we got in trouble because they didn't want like two girls going to prom together. But like we went anyway. I was like, what are they gonna do? Kick us out when we got there? Did you go to Staten Island Catholic High School? No, I went to public high school. All right, but those are still pretty. Like Staten Island Tech, they have like they're a nice high school. Yeah, was that like um? Was that one of the piers in the city? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I I, we stayed for like an hour and a half though, and then we bailed, and then we went out in the city. So like, yeah, dances aren't really my thing. Did you have ID? Did you just get into clubs? Yeah. Really? I, had I had a really too. good fake ID. Mine was good too. We could do a whole show on just Alex, I think. We can. Yeah. She's been through so much. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, but then you get the, the astronomy curveball in there. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. There's a lot there. Science. A lot to unpack. What was the song? Um, it was an all for one song. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I remember. I remember very well. I really do. It's so funny. I wasn't a big dance guy, like like in high school and all that that yeah. stuff. I'm, I'm with you on that. I was a little bit more socially awkward, I think. That <laughs> college, I had fun. Yeah. When did the show start? When you're out of college? Yeah, my 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 uh, like we started filming basically right when I graduated. All right. Yeah. What would life have been like if that was just like two years earlier? For you, for your last two oh, years right. of college, really right? Imagine, yeah, really crazy. I'm sure. I mean, like you know, Frankie Catania is going through that now. But I think, um, I I like that I didn't have it in college because mm-hmm. I feel like I got a pretty good dose of what regular social life was like before. You know, people kind of felt like they knew who you were. So um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really have sped it up or slowed it down. Got it. I don't know. All these, all these, for whatever reason, all these mailbag questions have something to do with your mom. And there's one about Andy. It's your show, man. It's not called Dear Nando. <laughs> huh. It's Nando now? Yeah, it's Dear uh, Nando. It's actually, Nando yeah. Let's put a bow All right, then you know what? No, no mailbag. Let's get some better questions coming in. DearLBMailbag at gmail.com. Bring them in. DearLBMailbag at gmail.com, just like Nando said. <laughs> and just dropped it on us. No, guys, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, keep it coming. We've got a lot of really great stuff coming up for you soon. Uh, rate five stars, subscribe, do all that stuff. You have to. We can't do it on our own anymore, guys. Okay? <laughs> we need your help. Get in there. But this was fun. Nando, thank you again, sir. This was a good amazing. time. Alex, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Catch you guys later. Guys. <laughs> <laughs>
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.